Thank you very much, uh, uh, Yumna and colleagues for your presentations and comments. Um, and uh, thank you for moderating our second session. Our third and final session is entitled Agriculture and Social Protection for Improving Health and Nutrition and will be moderated by Dr. Daniel Jelian, who is the Deputy Director of Poverty, Health and Nutrition Division at IFPRI. Daniel, the floor is yours. Thank you, Lena. I appreciate it. Um, welcome, everyone. Yeah, I'm Dan Gilligan. I'm the Deputy Director in IFPRI's Poverty, Health and Nutrition Division. Um, I'm pleased to be moderating this rapid fire presentation session today on agriculture and social protection for improving health and nutrition. IFRI research has demonstrated that government investments in agriculture and social protection have played a critical role to protect food security and just poverty in Egypt. So I'm looking forward to our discussion today. So with that, I'm gonna like to turn it over now and invite Sikandra Kurdi, a research fellow in IFRI's Development Strategy and Governance Division to provide an overview of recommendations on social protection from IFRI research. Sikandra, over to you. Thank you, Dan. Uh, I will present today the highlights from policy note number three, cash transfers as an effective tool for social protection and shock response. First, um, we have in Tekafel and Karama an excellent example of national cash transfer programs. Uh, as mentioned earlier by Her Excellency Dr. Naveen, IFRI's impact evaluation uh, showed very successful results. It increased consumption ben for beneficiaries and was well targeted to poor households in both respects looking quite good compared to international standards for cash transfer programs. Cash transfers by themselves are only a first step though to reducing poverty in a macro sense. Our modeling of the fiscal constraints very much supports the attention to the Ministry of Social Solidarity now how to graduate beneficiaries through the new FORSA initiative. Uh, secondly, we uh, have spent some research time on food subsidies. This is the other major social protection program in Egypt, which actually dwarfs the Kefalan Karama spending in the national budget. Next slide, please. Uh, previous reforms uh, in reaction to concerns raised by IFPRI and others about the over-reliance of beneficiaries on sugar and bread uh, were um, uh, inspired uh, reforms which were very successful in improving the diets of uh, Temuim beneficiaries. And the next step for reform is improving the program targeting. FB model modeling shows that there are major benefits to reducing um, the high cost of this program in uh, return uh, allowing for uh, cutting the fiscal de deficit and releasing economic growth. Next slide, please. Uh, finally, to take a step back and uh, look at the overall picture of social production in, in Egypt, the, the third slide after this. Um, thank you. Um, we see that the movement uh, towards a unified uh, social protection system as incredibly positive. Uh, in particular, we have seen the Ministry of Social Solidarity flexibly respond to the COVID crisis and its ability to do that um, and expanding the cash transfers is an indication of the value of having a coordinated registry of potentially vulnerable households. Um, we had noted that there was more work that can be done in the direction of collaboration and data sharing across ministries. And I was very happy to hear from Her Excellency Dr. Naveen earlier today about ongoing initiatives in this direction, including uh, addressing the lack of integration between the Tamwin and the Takafil systems as uh, the future being a type of integrated social protection system would uh, very strongly support the ability of the government to rapidly adjust social safety nets in response to future shocks. And lastly, in line with the overall theme of this symposium, 
Uh, we believe that the, in this type of independent research, uh, such as the expert evaluation of the CAFL and upcoming uh, evaluation of FORSA, is an important ingredient in keeping the ongoing development of Egypt's social protection system. Thank you. Thank you, Sikandra. Uh, and now we have uh, three commentators for this uh, following Sikandra's remarks. Uh, the first is Dr. Atef uh, Al-Shabrawi uh, from the Ministry of Social Solidarity. Dr. Atef, over to you. Yeah, thanks. Um, hello, everyone. Thanks, every, uh, every for inviting me. I'm very happy to be a part of this uh, nice as uh, uh, nice event. As Dr. Amin Kabash mentioned this morning, uh, the collaboration with EPFRI and the Ministry of Social Solidarity has been long uh, for a very successful uh, tentative of impact investment of the uh, program of social protection. In fact, just to mention that the recent um, uh, uh, studies, as you know, mentioned a strong relation between social protection system and the the nutrition and the particularly uh, the level of consumption of uh, nutrition and that's why our strategy in FORSA program, FORSA program is a graduation program from the uh, social safety net which is the CAFA and Karama and um, let's say that Egypt has really done a, 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 a strong a progressive uh, and proactive steps regarding linking the uh, FORSA program uh, of the um, social protection uh, graduation program with agriculture and uh, I'm happy to mention that uh, since last year, we, we started to sign an MOU with the Ministry of Agriculture, and we launched it last week the first ever value chain uh, in, in Kafr Sheikh, which is value chain for production and uh, animal um, uh, production, uh, agriculture and animal production. Uh, sorry, for uh, 620, uh, the total number of projects will be 2,200, uh, and they will produce about 80,000 uh, eggs per day, which will be um, working in a chain and we will be helping uh, to scale up that kind of uh, value chain for production. And uh, we have been also signing an agreement with the FAO for technical support. I feel one of the pillars of the economic empowerment and FORSA program will be to link the nutrition, the agriculture activity and the hunger uh, with the uh, economic empowerment to uh, capitalize on the untapped source of, uh, of businesses and opportunity, particularly in rural areas and the agriculture areas where we don't use normally as a value chain and uh, industrial production, very small and micro units, which people can work and uh, upscale. So thanks for inviting me and back to you. Thank you so much, Dr. Atef. And uh, now I would like to call on uh, Dr. Uh, Racha Ramadan from the Faculty of Economics and Political Sciences at Cairo University. Over to you. Thank you, Daniel. Uh, thank you, FPRI, for organizing such interesting symposium. Uh, in fact, my experience with FPRI uh, goes back to 2006 when I started my, doing my PhD using a survey conducted by FPRI, and it continues till now. I am always recommending my students uh, in development policies course to study uh, or to work um, to read the reports and papers from IFPRI because it's rigorous research that provides policy recommendations. And from all what we heard today uh, and from the presentation of Sikandra, we can see that IFPRI plays an important role in reforming the food subsidy system in Egypt and in um, uh, studying the impact of uh, Takaful and Karama on different outcomes like expenditure, education, and women empowerment. Uh, I would like only to highlight three points that I think are uh, significant research areas that uh, IFPRI 
uh, would uh, continue working on this research areas for social protection in Egypt, uh, mainly continue reform and the long research question uh, in kind transfer versus cash transfer. I think if we had done, uh, had contributed a lot to this literature and uh, this work should continue. Also, uh, as Dr. Nivin said today, uh, FORSA and the fact that this, it would be kind of graduate, uh, graduation uh, program from Takeful and Karama, uh, how can this program provide um, decent jobs for individuals, for vulnerable groups especially, and uh, generate income? And uh, how can we uh, improve or, uh, on the long run, uh, stop making vulnerable groups depend mainly on help or assistance from the government and um, have their own jobs? And uh, lastly, as, uh, as a researcher interested in women empowerment issues, I think that uh, the careful program shows that it's kind of first step regarding empowering women, providing them with smart cards and have a say in uh, decisions within the household. So I think this is an important research area that if we uh, will continue working on this for future. And thank you. Thank you, Dr. Ramadan. Thanks very much. Uh, next, we have Ms. Gada Mustafa Abdallah from the Central Agency for Public Mobilization and Statistics. Over to you. Thanks. ففي صلات تعاون كبيرة بيننا وبين المعهد الدولي للسياسات والبحوث الغذائية احنا بتمتد هذه الصلات ل... انا بشكر المعهد الدولي للسياسات والبحوث الغذائية على دعوته للجهاز المركزي للتعبئة العامة والإحصاء للمشاركة في هذه الاحتفالية الجهاز المركزي للتعبئة العامة والإحصاء بتضبطه صلات تعاون وثيقة مع معهد الدراسات معهد الدولي للسياسات والبحوث الغذائية إفري بتمتد من 2015 لما ابتدينا أول دراسة اتعملت على الأمن الغذائي والهشاشة في مصر ودي اعتمدت على بيانات مسح الهايكس اللي بينتجوا الجهاز المركزي للتعبئة العامة والإحصاء كل سنتين واستهدفت الدراسة دعم الحكومة المصرية لتحقيق الأمن الغذائي المستدام لجميع المصريين وخاصة الأكثر عرضة للهشاشة باستخدام نماذج من التداخلات ذات الكفاءة والفاعلية العالية وثم تم توقيع بروتوكول تعاون بيننا وبين المعهد لمدة ثلاث سنوات قبل التجديد من 2015 إلى 2018 وده كان الهدف منه بناء قدرات الجهاز التقنية في تحليل الحسابات القومية استناداً إلى البيانات المستقاة من الدخل والإنفاق والاستهلاك وأيضاً البيانات الخاصة بتحليل الأمن الغذائي وتم بناء وتحديث لأول مرة مصروف الحسابات الاجتماعية والنمزجة حساب التوازن العام باستخدام بيانات المسح وتم إطلاق المصفوفة عشرة حداشر عام 2017 وكانت بتعمل فوكس على الزراعة وتم إعداد مصفوفة تانية باستخدام الجامز وكانت برضو أطلقت في نفس العام اللي هو 2017 وحالياً بتجري بعد ما الجهاز المركزي انتهى من تنفيذ التعداد الاقتصادي الخامس 17-18 قمنا برضو بالتعاون مع المعهد في إعداد الإسلام التفصيلية على المستوى الإقليمي 
التعاون مستمر والهدف منه بناء قدرات العاملين بالجهاز ومسانده الجهاز في الانشطه وتطوير المنهجيات الخاصه بالمسوح الرئيسيه في الجهاز زي مثلا الهايكس والمرصد الغذائي وبيتطلع الجهاز لاستمرار التعاون في دعم الانشطه الحسابات القوميه الهادفه الى اعداد مصفوفه الحسابات الاجتماعيه 17 18 على المستويات التفصيليه وعن مختلف الابعاد اللي بتتيح تحليل ومتابعه اثر السياسات على المستوى الكلي وده طبعا لان الجهاز بيسعى لدعم القدرات الوطنيه للباحثين في الجهاز في القضايا اللي احنا اتكلمنا عنها عبر بقى تنفيذ عدد من الدورات التخصصيه التدريبيه وتلقي الدعم التقني من الخبراء اللي ممكن يوفرهم المعهد للعمل مع الجهاز في هذه الموضوعات وبشكر حضراتكم على تحت الفرصه دي وبشكر المعهد على الدعم المستمر للجهاز المركزي للتعبئه العامه والاحصاء شكرا لحضراتكم Thank you very much. And now I'd like to call on Ms. Hoda Ellen Baby. She's a research associate at IFPRI, uh, and she's going to give some remarks on IFPRI's research on nutrition. Hoda, over to you. Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you so much, Dan, for giving me the floor. Uh, it's a pleasure being here today presenting the highlights of the fourth policy note, which is titled Moving Nutrition Up the Development Priority List in Egypt. Uh, first, it's essential to highlight the importance of nutrition in the development agenda. Malnutrition can take the form of undernutrition or overnutrition, and addressing it is integral to achieving the sustainable development goals. Undernutrition can have long-term cognitive and physiological effects on the individual. In parallel, obesity, which is a manifestation of overnutrition, has been linked with non-communicable diseases and being a risk factor for COVID complications and mortality. Malnutrition has also consequences on economic growth uh, through productivity losses, and on increasing the costs of healthcare, both at the national and at the household levels. We can address malnutrition uh, challenges in Egypt through multiple channel channels. To start with, uh, children's diets need to be more diverse and of higher frequency. And this can actually be achieved through tackling another issue, which is improving mother's knowledge about infant and child feeding practices. In addition, uh, progress is needed towards achieving universal access uh, to good quality health services, sanitation, and drinking water. There is also a huge potential for increasing the role of nutrition-sensitive agricultural interventions. Um, more campaigns are also needed, such as the 100 health, uh, million healthy lives, um, as these should be at the forefront of the national agenda. Such initiatives need to be scaled up to contribute to the health and nutrition uh, challenges that we are facing in Egypt. In fact, uh, only sustained action nationwide can reverse the current trends in malnutrition. This is particularly the case since the double burden of malnutrition in Egypt is not specific to a certain group within the population. It's in fact nationwide. Finally, uh, we can summarize our areas of action into three main points. First, we need to uh, high quality reliable data and research to understand the nature of the problem and the possible solutions. Second, we need political commitment and the policy space that ensures the coordination between different sectors to make sure that policies are incentivizing healthy habits. And third, we need to mobilize resources and to address capacity constraints to ensure that initiatives and actions are implemented at scale. And finally, as my colleagues did, I'd like to invite you to download our policy note from 
the website in order to, more, to know more details about this topic. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Hoda. Uh, we have two commentators now. Uh, first, I'd like to call on Dr. Habiba Hassan Wasef from the National Nutrition Sciences Committee at the Academy of Scientific Research and Technology. Uh, Dr. Wasef, over to you. I'm really honored to be part of this event today and greetings to all distinguished assistants. My personal relation with IFPRI started in 2011 when they held the very big uh, conference on a food secure Arab world in 2011. Since then, I have gone back in history because I'm writing the history of nutrition in Egypt. So I found that IFPRI in the 1970s was the first organization to help Egypt evaluate its food subsidy system. IFPRI's relation with the food subsidy system till then, till today, from the 1970s, so many years, over 50 years, nearly 50 years, has led to really the, the development and the improvement of the subsidy system based on strictly scientific research and evidence-based policies that help to reorient and develop the system. So that is something that is really a, a sort of a long relationship with IFPRI. And IFPRI benefits from the trust of the government. When IFPRI works with Egyptian teams or in Egypt, there is always a mixed team with Egyptians who gain knowledge, there's knowledge transfer, there's know-how transfer, and there is responsibility, shared responsibility for the research and for the uh, outcomes. Now, what is very important contribution that IFPRI has done, in my opinion, as a nutritionist, is that they, they have introduced the relation of economic analysis and the importance of economic analysis and economic modeling in history. Their landmark publication of nutrition and economic development is a very, very valuable publication that has helped many researchers to draw on and move and improve nutrition. Now, what is the value of IFPRI to all nutrition researchers is that it is a source of valid data. Any data that is developed by the government with IFPRI as a partner, we can know that it is data that can be trusted and validated. Now, as a nutrition committee of the Academy of Scientific Research and Technology, we have jointly uh, organized three seminars on the national initiative of a million healthy uh, Egyptian, what million Saha, and its impact on non-communicable diseases, relation to nutrition and non-communicable diseases. So we are trying with IFPRI to maximize on the investment of all those initiatives and increase the returns on nutrition. As I said, the most important impact of IFPRI is the 
the form of the of the uh, subsidy system and the reorientation of the social protection system. Without a proper social protection, no advance in nutrition status can be done. And, and really with the most energetic social solidarity ministry and minister and the programs that are developing so rapidly, especially in the post COVID era, I think we have done wonders in protecting the Egyptian people. This is felt in the exercise that is now uh, under in continuous, hasn't completed yet, which is developing a national policy and strategy for early childhood. We are drawing on all the good the benefits of the social protection and social safety nets of the Ministry of Social Solidarity that benefit early childhood. Different, I don't have to go into details, but this is, uh, has been most valuable, as the minister has said, for protecting Egypt's social capital. As for future research, I would like IFPRI to help the Ministry of Social Solidarity evaluate the food school feeding program. The school feeding program now with the interrupted physical attendance, with the virtual learning, we are unable to really get that food to the children who are in need. Furthermore, we need to evaluate the private sector, the civil society initiatives that have, and even the local government initiatives for school feeding, some of which are very, very successful. So this is one area that needs to be done. Another area is to develop the work with the uh, Ministry of Supplies, so as for the ministry to be able to say, Egypt can have enough wheat, enough staple food for the coming short term, medium term, long term. This is through introduction of prospective studies in food and nutrition security. I think these are two fields that IFPRI can help Egypt advance in areas that it is already engaged in. Thank you. Thank you so much and uh, helping suggest some areas of uh, ongoing and future research. Uh, last, I'd like to call on Dr. Gada Nasser from the Faculty of Medicine at Cairo University. Uh, Dr. Nasser, over to you. Uh, thank you so much, Danielle, and uh, thanks for inviting me uh, for this very important seminar. Um, it was really very useful, and uh, I would like to uh, thank uh, FBRI for, uh, for their effort and uh, for inviting me uh, to participate in their previous symposia, and my topics were mainly on uh, obesity in Egypt and the drivers behind obesity. Um, as we know that we are, uh, the world has been plagued by the COVID-19 and we have millions of cases and over uh, one and a half millions of deaths. And we know that obesity and non-communicable diseases are major risk factors. So uh, we are in a very critical situation and we should have a closer look on what are the drivers and what are the attributes for increasing prevalence of NCDs and obesity in Egypt and, and many other countries. Uh, we know that 
over 80% of deaths in Egypt are attributed to non-communicable diseases and obesity is a major risk factor. And there are many uh, uh, attributes for these, uh, for increased obesity in Egypt. First, uh, and, and I think the previous pre presenters had touched on that, the levels of consumption of healthy diet. And I think the importance of collaboration with um, sectors like the agriculture and social solidarity is key in overcoming such issues such uh, challenges. Physical activity is another, uh, another aspect. Poor uh, implementation of uh, WHO, WHO and I would like to emphasize this issue. WHO has developed a key a set of uh, or a menu of policy actions that uh, includes um, collaboration and integration between uh, multiple sectors. And we need to emphasize that and push and advocate for, um, uh, for multi-sectoral colla collaboration. And I like very much, I like very much the map Egypt because uh, I believe it, it would be very very crucial to have an easy tool for busy uh, policy makers to give them an overview how uh, the projects and how the progress in, in development and in agriculture in Egypt. But I would love to suggest that we can also add another level. Uh, I saw that uh, in the, that, um, uh, the presenter uh, showed that uh, you're also mapping uh, socio-demographic um, features, but I think I think health outcomes would add a value to the map because it would uh, point out or send alarms where areas that need more intervention. Uh, it helps better allocation of resources and future planning for, for program. If we link that, uh, uh, if we have an area like in, in Upper Egypt or, uh, or any other governorate that lacks um, projects or um, interventions, whatever, uh, in social, uh, in, uh, uh, like Takathal and Karama and so forth, it would be very easy for busy uh, politicians and decision makers to uh, deduce um, uh, evidence and information from such tools. Uh, disruption of health services, uh, including uh, uh, at the level of the primary health care, disruption of uh, prevention and control programs for NCDs and for other uh, important services are also uh, being uh, affected during the COVID-19 pandemic. And this includes services like counseling for obesity, for uh, provision of services for children, and all, it, all these affects the uh, health and well-being uh, and nutrition status of both children and uh, pregnant women, uh, elderly and adults. So what we need to focus on is to uh, emphasize, as I mentioned, collaboration between the different sectors, uh, link uh, health and other uh, social and development programs and, and, and present it again to the policymakers in a, in, a, in a very easy way. Uh, 100 million healthy life initiatives and in Egypt actually, uh, this is a very important step that uh, the president of Egypt ordered that this initiative to be revived during the um, uh, COVID-19 uh, because uh, uh, decision maker uh, realized how important the uh, immediate uh, prevention and discovery of NCDs and, and the behavioral and uh, metabolic risk factors is crucial to avoid many deaths and uh, uh, poor prognosis uh, uh, and deterioration in COVID-19 patients. With that, I would conclude and uh, thank you so much for, uh, for having me and uh, for this important event.
Uh, thank you so much, Dr. Nasser. Uh, we are past time, so unfortunately, we won't have time for Q&A in this session. Um, there's been a more active Q&A ongoing, uh, with, and so from those questions, we will address them, and there will be answers provided in the symposium proceeding. Thank you very much. Uh, with that, I'm going to turn it back to Lena. Thank you, Lena.